0: this is black girls in bloom podcast this is a safe space for us to express our unbiased thoughts experiences and understandings of our journey our hope is that at the very least you're entertained we really want this space to bring you comfort allow you to relate and bloom with us so settle in and let's get started babe Babe, hey, babe. Hey, babe.
1: Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing good. Doing
0: good. What's new? Well, okay. I lie. I'm tired. <laughs> but <laughs> Well,
1: I hope you get the rest that you deserve and need and all that great stuff.
0: Thank you so much. Um, okay, really quickly, right? Remember last week how I said that um, like my my right eye kept jumping and I'm like, ooh, that means the money coming, right? Yes. Okay. Bad news. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look, I lean forward, smile <laughs> it, smiley.
0: Yes. <Bad laughs> it. Oh. <laughs> so I worked out um, like two days after I said that, after we recorded and my eye was like just fine. It was not jumping. So I realized that no, baby, there's no money. You're just stressed. Mm. And the right eye is jumping like a Destiny's Child video. Okay? So, jumping, jumping. <laughs> oh, no. So, yeah, it wasn't jumping for a couple of days. And then today it's back jumping again. So, you... yeah, um, we're working on it. But yeah, that's about it. Girl, I oh, don't know. We don't have to talk offline
1: because if I told you all the shit that's going on. You'd be like, girl, why are you not? You know, up a wall right now. But you know, the universe always works it out. You reflect and you look back in the moments where you were in positions that felt similar to now. It was worked out because you're here now, right? Yep. So we have to kind of retrain our brain not to stress. You know what I mean? That doesn't mean not planned. That doesn't mean not be solution-based. But, you know, I'm not going to stress, you know, I'm going to try this as a solution. If this doesn't work out, I'm going to pivot and we're going to try something else. But we're not going to stress over it because I was in situations similar to this before and I'm here now. So that means it worked itself out. Right? Mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am.
0: And before we get too far into today's episode, welcome back, guys, to another episode of Black Girls in Bloom podcast. We're your hosts and China. Yep. And we're back in this thing. <laughs> <laughs> what, um, what Craig did he say? Uh, what did he say? Um, damn, never mind. The joke's not gonna be funny no more. We can move on. <laughs> I thought about it in my head I said that ain't gonna really hit like that Do you ever think about that like a joke Where it makes sense in your brain And then you're like hmm It's not gonna really you know You gotta know the crowd Um, I try it anyway
1: Well I don't really get that far Like if I think it's a joke You know it's just be me and my husband So I just throw it at him if you don't laugh I just be like oh okay I guess it didn't hit like I thought it would (laughs) (laughs) We just move on but it was so funny because today, on the in, like, when we were raiding in the car line to drop the kids off at school, I was chatty, Kathy. And this nigga was barely answering me, right? And I'm like, am I getting on this nigga's nerves? And <laughs> my head, I'm like, so I'm like, let me just say, you know, am I getting on your nerves? He was like, no, why would you say that? because you barely responded. And I'm, like, literally talking, like, you know? He's like, oh, I don't want you to feel like that. And I'm just like, I'm not talk. <laughs> yes exactly when you know i'm not He like i'd rather you talk like this than not talk at all because it'd be bothering when i'd be silent but i'm a, first off i'm a virgo second off i'm introvert. so sometimes i don't be wanting to talk to y'all motherfuckers just because y'all live here <laughs> does not mean i want to talk to y'all you know i have to talk to the kids because i'm not trying to fuck them up but you're an adult i don't talk to you That's just the the daily thoughts. Like if you wanna know what's going on in my head on a daily basis, is that I just don't wanna talk. The name got on my head earlier. Sorry, and we'll get started. Because I went in my office. <laughs> I just don't want to be around y'all. It has nothing to do. I love y'all to death. But do I wanna sit here and look at y'all in your face and then risk y'all wanting to talk to me? No. <laughs>
0: Not <laughs> risk. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Ooh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what at least you're honest though I'll take that any day over somebody getting up there saying I love and they're really you know they're not being honest about it like I just go through the house talking all the time I can't and you really don't want to um so yeah let's stop that I'm happy that you're honest and I also think that truly with you sharing a lot of well not a lot but some of your like personal thoughts it also gives, in my opinion, gives like another look into um, like motherhood and uh, like partnership and all of that, you know. Yeah, it shows us another side to it uh, versus just we be sending this bitch all the time, holding hands and talking to each other twenty four seven, you know. So no, it's nice. Who really think it's
1: like and I have time everybody to somebody? somebody's neck? And it's to... no, just kidding.
0: <laughs> just kidding. Okay, so speaking of motherhood and partnership and other things that, you know, make us feel good. uh, Tonight's topic, we wanted to talk about what makes us feel uh, safe and secure. Well, what makes us feel the safest and securest? You want to go first? Yeah, because I got one that's, top of the list um, one thing for me and I did not realize it until I got older was I need to feel emotionally safe with whomever I'm sharing space with um, that can be friend date, it does not matter um, I need to be able to share my thoughts and my feelings without you without the person or parties, like kind of looking at me crazy or being dismissive. Mm, mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. So what, what's confirmation for you in those moments? Like when you decide to be vulnerable and you're, but you've never been vulnerable with this person before, but like what's confirmation for you in this moment that you made the right choice to be vulnerable with this person?
0: If we're, um, like in the same physically in the same space, it would definitely be eye contact um, allowing me to speak without you cutting me off. And I would like to say like follow-up questions. damn it sounds like an interview, but that that's just how I feel. Um, you know like a, a a question after not just yeah yeah yeah, I get what you're saying no you know, like saying something after. Uh, Let me just give an example. Like if I say, oh, well, you know, I've always been like X, Y, and Z. And it's something really personal. Mm -hmm. I don't, I would prefer if you were like, well, you know, are you looking to change that? And if so, you know, like, what do you want to do moving forward? You know, like that lets me know that you're engaged in the conversation. Yeah. So it just like
1: signs of engagement, basically.
0: Yeah. So this one.
1: It's, it's one of mine as well, but I'm going to touch a different point after I touch on this. One of my things that's confirmation for me or that makes me feel secure is I'm expressing how I feel and you're not trying to rationalize or uh, you're not trying to, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, you're not trying to analyze how I'm telling, like what I'm telling you. You're just... Like, giving me an open forum to speak how I feel. And, you know, you're engaged with how I feel, but you're not trying to tell me, like, well, maybe you feel this way because of this, or maybe this is why you're feeling this, or maybe you shouldn't feel this way. Like, those type of things really, like, put me on edge and makes me, like, damn, I should have never even just, I should just kept this shit to myself. <laughs> but, um, so Greg and I were arguing the other day this was like a two-part argument. We was on round two. and <laughs> Finish him. <laughs> we was on round two. And typically round two is more like a, a decompression. And it doesn't normally get heated, but this time round two got heated and then it decompressed. And um, he kept because we were like, we were, basically there was no common ground in our argument. We just had to get to a point where we understood each other's point and we agreed to disagree. This is something that's a struggle for us still but when we get there it's a, it's beautiful or if we can get there without um heat it's beautiful but anyways so we're in the argument and he's like yeah I understand and then he's like moving on right or he's like yeah I get you and he's like moving on to his point or his own. and I'm just like it's enraging me because I'm like I feel like you're dismissing me and so then I'm in the middle of the argument I'm telling him I'm trying to express to him how I feel like he should handle me And I told him, I said, when you tell me, yeah, I understand, or yeah, I get you without like paraphrasing what you feel like I'm saying, it makes me feel like you're just trying to shut me the fuck up. Right? And that doesn't make me feel good. That doesn't make me feel secure. And you know what I mean? Expressing my feelings or us coming to an agreement because it makes me feel like whatever agreement that we do come to, it's just so you can shut me the fuck up. Not because we truly have an understanding of one another. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. And in that moment, you know, I told you this is round two, so it was still a little steamy. It was a it was a so he couldn't hear me. But like I said I kept repeating that, just kept repeating it. Like, you're not understanding that. In the past, you know, when we were like young we would be real young in our relationship, he would say, like, yeah, I get you or yeah, okay, just to shut me up so we wouldn't argue no more. But now, in this big age of uh relationship we have we're about to be nine years in you know I need more than that you can't just shut me up no more (laughs) I need confirmation I need to feel secure in knowing that even though we're not agreeing right now you understand where I'm coming from so we can so I can feel secure in us moving forward you know Mm -hmm. and I feel like a lot of times it's hard to decipher where we can grasp that security from in such an intense moment, more like in the heat of an argument, but I feel like those are spaces that we need to feel comfortable in and secure in as well, no matter how hot or you know, aggressive the argument gets.
0: Yeah. Feeling comfortable with being uncomfortable.
1: Yes. Very much so.
0: That's a great way to put it. Feeling comfortable with being uncomfortable, and that is something that I feel like I am being pushed to work through mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm pretty good with change uh, I, I always have been that's never been a really big problem for me but I don't like I can admit this I don't like change that I'm not in control of mm-hmm. so if it's something that I'm I'm, I'm physically changing myself it's like oh, okay cool whatever but if it's something that's like being presented to me and it's change it's like, you no, know, like being laid off, for instance. Um, that shit made me very uncomfortable because I'm like, what the hell is going on? But I am realizing that I am in a season of my life where I have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. It is okay. You're not going to fall out and die. I hope. Like, you're fine. Uh, so, no, I get exactly what you're saying. Feeling comfortable with being uncomfortable. We're well, we going to put that on the t shirt. Right. It was another oh phrase God. that we you said to, uh, a couple episodes back that we need to put on a t-shirt too. Damn. Okay, well, starting tonight I'm going to make a foul folder. I wrote it down. I wrote it down. Don't trip. We lit. I wrote it down. <laughs> oh, and I got a cricket machine. Just let me know I'm in a cricket not machine. Not with the cricket? I didn't know you had a cricket girl. Brand new in the box. Never busted out. Okay. <laughs> I like that for you. I want one. I bought my mama one. I'm going to give me one. <laughs> Bottom line is, I'm <laughs> when you thought about it after you said it, like man, I'm paying myself. One, yeah, <laughs> I'm definitely with you. And I think another thing that makes me feel safe and secure, and it doesn't even have to be like in a romantic space. It's just people respecting my boundaries <laughs> and not trying to, yeah, yeah, I respect your boundaries. And then stepping over the fucking line. Don't do not do that. Didn't I say that this... And then now you're stepping over it because you feel like, well, this shouldn't apply to me. No, no, no. It applies to everyone. Um, it's not... You don't get special privileges. This is the boundary. Don't step over it. Um, and I know truly that that stems from... For me personally, it stems from childhood. Feeling like I didn't... Feeling like my boundaries weren't respected. Now I'm really big on no means no I can't do it I won't do it nor do I want to do it like that's just what it is so yeah respecting my boundaries is also at the top of the list
1: Ooh, that's something I'm working on it's really hard for me to enforce boundaries with like the two people closest to me which is like my mom and my husband
0: it's a heart it's hard. you know what I also think it's because i can't speak for anyone else but i also think it's harder with being a black person um because i think it's just the way that a lot of our households are ran in our upbringings you know boundaries not really is a... <laughs> you pay a bill you don't have no boundaries <laughs> it's, and i'm not it's not funny but i just think it's it's the generations that we're coming from like Oh, oh you paid the gas bill today oh you didn't yeah you don't have any boundaries ain't shit wrong with you you're fine you know so it, it kind yeah. of it it tricks your mind into thinking that damn well you know I, I don't really need a boundary with this person I don't need a boundary with that I'm fine no you're yeah, not absolutely do <laughs> <laughs> that's probably the main person you need to set the boundary with yeah oh my god it's just whatever
1: Yeah, I think that that's part of like the whole like unlearning and relearning thing as a parent. Like, (laughs) as easy as it is to tell a kid because I said so or because you don't do, you know, you don't own nothing in this house, it's (laughs) like, damn, these are human beings too, and they need to be treated as such. I don't want my child to grow up with the same complexes that I feel like I have, you know. But if I tell Somebody that I have, and they're like, "You don't got no complex. <laughs> You're fine." <laughs> okay. When I stutter, when I speak in a room <laughs> full of people, or my heart starts raising, when I it's my turn to talk in the meeting for no fucking reason, <laughs> not because I have a complex. Got it. <laughs> Just happen to have it. Got it. <laughs> but
0: no, for real. I know. And I know this. It's going to sound however it's going to sound I don't care Um, being able to financially provide for myself like I can cover everything I'm good makes me feel really secure and safe Uh, it was a point when I didn't have a car Um, it was a point when I couldn't afford to pay rent by myself you know it, it was a point when I just I didn't have so Being able to be in that position and and pay for shit and, you know, I'm good. I'm I'm fine. And still have other, like, you know, still be able to do what I want to do on the side. That's really important to me. And I understand that money isn't everything. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool and all. (laughs) But let's be honest. When you do have the resources, the financial resources, you can go do different things without sweating at the damn cash register you know, or at the checkout line. Uh, I, I don't want to do that. Um, So, yeah, having, like, the financial resources to provide for myself and take care of myself is really big for me. Um,
1: yeah, likewise, and it's so much so, like, when money is, like, tight, it's not, it's never not available, but when it's, like, super, super tight, it makes me, I feel like that's when I'm feel like the most uncomfortable most insecure most like oh I can't do this I can't do that but it really like I have to those are the moments where I need to ground myself in gratitude the most like you know although I can't do the extra shit my house is paid off but paid for my cars are paid for nope nothing's in danger can repossessed or turned off so you know. you know it's just I feel like but and this is kind of off topic, but I feel like that's also a part of like the reprogramming too. You know what I mean? Like I feel like a lot of people, or I can't say a lot of people, but I grew up with like a scarcity mindset. Like I can remember like going shopping with my mom, and I'd be like, "Oh, mom, can me get this?" And she'll be like, "Oh, we'll come back for it." But that was her way of just like, you know, yeah, gently letting me down and. You know, now I'm at the point where I don't want to come back for shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting it right now. Or, like, I hate having to tell my kids that, like, oh, we'll come back for it. Or we, we can't get it right now. So, finance is, plays a big part in my me feeling secure and safe, too. I say all that to say that.
0: <laughs> I got to. You know, because when some shit started not adding up, that right eye starts jumping, like I say, like the Destiny's Show video. And I'm, no, no, no. I need you to calm down, okay? We need you to see. And let's, <laughs> let's figure it out. It's okay.
1: Um, I just knew yeah. you was about to tell me you won the lottery or something. I don't know.
0: Oh. <laughs> no, see, that's the thing, right? When I win, I don't even play the lottery, but if I ever play it, and when I win, because I know that I will, I'm not gonna even tell the podcast. No offense, I love y'all. I'm not telling y'all that shit. I'm I'm calling you on the line. What you need, babe? What needs to be paid? Okay. <laughs> I ain't paying that shit for y'all this month till Greg put his checkbook up. Okay. I'm telling <laughs> y'all shit. <laughs> no, too. I got you on my uh, I got you on my uh, my list of people. Oh, Don't worry gosh. about it. <laughs> you love me. I love you too, girl.
1: You on my list too.
0: <laughs> I just played the lotto I ain't
1: never played the lotto my mom was like you wanna play the lotto I'm like um sure <laughs> <laughs> sure you know, so if we
0: hit girl I ain't we gonna even say nothing to you I'm just Cindy Woo, just drop it in there <laughs> like a little stork to drop the baby off gonna <laughs> we'll be happy as hell Woo. oh yeah no. Uh, like you said just having a um the, the means to do things financially makes feel safe and secure around this thing. So is there anything like um, in regards to let's just say like friendships that makes you feel safe and secure? Um,
1: I feel like I'm in such a weird state with my friendships right now. So I, I really don't know if I can truly speak to it. I know that when I was younger, Like the constant communication with my friends made me feel safe. Like, you know, talking every day or if it wasn't like a phone call, text message, seeing each other more than once a month, that type of stuff made me feel secure. But in my big age of almost, you know, 30 something years old, I kind of feel like um, just knowing that I can even though we don't talk every day just knowing that if I did call you if I did need something that you know you're there I can sh- express things that are difficult that makes me feel secure like and I have different friends that I feel like I can vent to about different things too which also makes me feel secure like knowing that this is my friend that's not going to judge me about this this is my friend that's not and it may not even be judgment it more so may be like lifestyle related like this friend resonates more with this part of my life, so I will, you know, vent or express to them this. So I guess that open space to be able to vent to my friends in the time of need or just have that open communication
0: when I'm going through stuff is something that makes me feel secure. That's one of mine's too. Um, and I, I, I also feel like having friends that don't pry like push you to to share and not of course in like a nosy way but it's just like you know of course they really care about you so they want to make sure that you're good but it's just giving you the the space to process different things and then bring it to the table if and when you're ready yeah for sure you know but i do think that having um just having certain friend groups or just certain friends that you talk to about different things it is important um to, you know that's just like I always tell people I'm not nobody's mama why would you call me I don't know I'm speaking off whatever bitch call you know what I'm saying like call <laughs> call somebody who's a parent No, <laughs> <laughs> no serious. Like I am a great auntie I say that shit every week because that's one of the, the biggest things for me I, I stand 10 toes on it okay great tt but I'm not nobody's mama so you shouldn't call me that's just what it is I'm gonna listen to you I love you and it's gonna work itself out but you know I, I don't want to say the wrong thing um so I don't know More <laughs> of the story don't call Chris because Chris <laughs> don't know about motherhood that's just what it is um and that's okay you know you gotta know who you talking to very true uh, you have to know who the hell you talking to because you can't be listening to everybody but that's a whole other episode
1: Oh, um, that is episode. That's a good episode
0: too. Talk. <laughs> I mean, we yeah. have touched on it
1: before, but
0: yeah. yeah. But I think this one will probably be a little different since you know we almost two years in this thing. It'll be a, a different vibe.
1: What? Are we like a year, we're like a year and a
0: half, a little bit over a year and a half, right? Yep, yeah. because yeah, we started in January.
1: Oh, we are doing it. Let's go.
0: Oh, yeah, as my son would say. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a boy thing, too. It like, is. Because my nephew be rocking around, being on his chest. I'm, I'm him. I'm him. What? Calm down. Him. <laughs> <Damn. laughs> I'm like, oh my God, just relax. It's <laughs> so different, I swear. Relax. Okay, we get it. Um, one thing as far as, like, I'll just go into, like, a a work setting. One thing that makes me feel safe and secure is knowing that the company values what I bring to the table. Mm -hmm. And not trying to... Not... Okay. Not trying to, like, gatekeep career advancement and different opportunities, you know? Yeah. Um that that's a really big thing like i love companies where it's like a we understand that you know you've outgrown this space and this role so if you want to move somewhere else in the company that's fine if you want to move on um you know and and come back in the future that's okay too but i hate you know if you tell the person like yeah you know i'm gonna put my two weeks and they start acting funny this is weird let's let's not do that um yeah
1: yeah, I think for me, job security. I have to have like a certain like it's like a medium level of how much I talk to my boss, if that makes sense. And this might be real low level, but like if I talk to her, the boss too much, I feel like they don't trust me. If I talk to the boss too little, I feel like they don't care at all about me. Like it has to be like a medium level. So like right now, my company's whole mission and brand is about like Um, because like appreciating your employees basically and it's crazy to work for a company and then be on the other side that work for a company that's all about that and then be on the other side of that and just like seeing how they value their employees like I literally almost cried on the zoom meeting with my boss last week right and all she did was ask me if I was okay and I just was having a rough morning like a really rough mental morning like and I was just like, no, I'm not okay. She's like, what's going on? Or do you want to talk about it? You don't want to talk about it? Like, just give me the space to be personal with her if I wanted to or I needed to. And she said, she literally told me, she's like, do you need time off? Like, you can take as many days as you want to take off as long as you don't take off the next three months. <laughs> and I just, like, expressed her, like, certain things that were going on that hadn't been going on for almost a year. And she was just like, well, you know, I'm pushing for this. I'm pushing for that in the company, you know. I'm trying to do this for you, I'm trying to do that for you and it just really made me feel safe and secure coming off of my company letting go of five employees that um, that was just really unexpected and five mm-hmm. good employees so I was just like, you know not really concerned about my job because I understood why they did it but just that extra support and knowing that my boss looks at me as a human first and not just an employee I think that makes me feel safe and secure so after I have a little moment I've been feeling really good about my job <laughs> yeah Which so sometimes i' be like mm. looking at you sideways because you don't know how to control your emotions
0: having a moment I'm so happy that that you, you deserved this new position because you've been at your new job for how long now a year
1: um a little bit over a year and a half.
0: Yep, you deserve this new position. I always told you that though. You're a great employee to have. I really do feel like that too. I'm just not typing you up for the podcast. Um but <laughs> so you've told me that before. <laughs> 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 oh,
1: thank you, ma'am. I do work my ass off, but you know, I want a job where I can chill. I ain't gonna hold you. I want my husband's job <laughs> I think it'll be doing shit.
0: She ain't trying to push him out though, okay? Let's let's be clear. No, he just
1: got a promotion. I'm trying to get up under him. Hire me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get up under you literally, physically, emotionally, workforce, everything. Put me up under you.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry. You know I gotta make everything a joke. That's all right. That's all we need to do. Laughter is good for the soul. You're sitting around with your mm-hmm. face always scrunched up and wonder why your eyes twitching. Girl, laugh a little. She'll be all right. <laughs> right. But I don't know, though. Um, let me see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I-, I don't know. Um, I think we covered the bases. Yeah. My, I, I think we have to. let mm, Let's see. So what's your highlight of the week? And maybe that's
1: a good place to put the highlight of the week. I don't know. Where? <laughs> right after we get finished talking about, you know? Okay, the- yeah. Um, My highlight of the week is my baby started pre-K this week. And my son started second grade. And my stepdaughter started ninth grade. So a lot of milestones going on. My other stepdaughter uh, starts middle, well, sixth grade. Her school goes up to sixth grade um, next week. So, you know, the babies are hitting milestones this year. So that's my highlight
0: of the week. Hey, I love it. I love a good back-to-school action, of course, when it's not me. But, you know. (laughs) Okay. So my highlight of the week is my, um, my youngest nephew him and Brayden are the same, well, born in the same year, they're six months apart, but um, ah, it's crazy because they really are exactly six months apart, but um, he's learning sign language. So Mm -hmm. instead of him like saying different things around the house, he's been signing Mm -hmm. and he's picking up on it extremely well. And it just makes me so happy because I just know that it's another form of communication that he'll be able to have in the future. And not even so he can, you know, like make more money or none of that, but just to be able to to speak and talk and connect with someone who's different is really mm-hmm. important. So I love the fact that he's like engaged and he'd be around telling me, shit. I said, okay, so how you say it. And he'd just be so excited about it. So I'm really happy for him. Yeah. And I love that. I'm happy that my sister is, you know, like, pushing him to do it and stuff. And he's picking up on it really well. So I'm down for the calls.
1: I love that. My cousin is, her career is in sign language, but she, like, works for the county. Like, she does interpretation and stuff like that. And it's it's really, I think it's really fulfilling, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's awesome. She just said she was going to send me some sign
0: signing pamphlets
1: for the kids, too. That's crazy. Like, a couple hours ago
0: yep, that's a sign. Ha, sign and sign. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> Ooh, okay, so I guess we can move over into our sensory being honest uh, segment of the show, where we be honest about some stuff. I'm gonna stop cursing some likes, Where we be honest mm-hmm. about some stuff. Okay,
1: we can hold ourselves accountable to that because since we're being honest, I cuss entirely. Too much, too, too much, and it's something I want to change. So, yeah, I just killed two birds with one stone. We're going to be accountability partners, and yeah, that's what my sense for being honest is about. Well. Me, stop cussing. I hear you, mama. I hear you. She was y'all cuss too much. I got to tell, like, I don't know y'all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, girl. Who right, y'all okay <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm with it though for real. So okay, so the next time, starting after this episode, since we're almost at the end. So in the next episode, if one of us curse, we gonna correct each other.
1: Yes, ma'am.
0: I'm down with that. I was gonna curse now. I'm down with that. my sister <laughs> down with that. <laughs> Ooh, it's a, it's a habit. Okay, so let me see. since we're being honest, um, today was one of those days where I wanted to pick up the phone and call my mama and it really bothered me that I couldn't but I got up and I pushed through and I just made me realize that you know once when, once I get some other things worked out I am going to freaking therapy um, so I guess it's like two this is a two for one special I'm going to therapy um, because I I've, I know that the things that I've experienced, within the past three years um, it's not it's not really healthy for me to just be like you know I just push through I just got up I just got it done Um, that's cool and all but I also know that eventually I'm going to hit a wall where that's not good enough so Mm -hmm. uh, since we're being honest I wanted to call my mom today and the second part of that is I am going to therapy to unpack and process the past three years Um, therapy is still on the back burner but it it'll happen before the year is up. I know that. Oh, okay. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't mean to cut you off. How is therapy going? We said that was on the list the last episode. Are you still getting that together?
1: Um.
0: So therapy was
1: on the back burner because of you know some things that we were going through. But things are looking brighter. We just got some really good news today. Um. And I should be able to go to therapy by November. That's, that's the goal. So we'll check back in in November. But that's the goal is to get to therapy because, um, yeah, we just need better coping mechanisms as, as human beings. And we need help with that because it's not something that we're born with. So, yeah. So let's check back in in a few months about therapy. Hopefully things will be, you know, on the up and up for both of us and we'll be able to probably say that we've been to at least
0: one therapy session. Yeah, I'm down with that too. Okay, put that on the list. I'm gonna put that on my calendar. November, let's say 15th. Put it in the middle. We'll check in and see what we've done with therapy so far. Sounds good to me. Okie dokie already chokey. Okay. So in the upcoming week what will you do to bloom? Do you have anything specific? Um, no.
1: (laughs) I have nothing. I'm at a loss. When I tell you I've been struggling so bad mentally, and this is probably why I need to have something in this moment, because I've been like waking up where I've told you guys a couple of weeks, couple episodes back that, um, Greg asked me, like, how much do I have to put forth to the day? Like, oh, I have 15% or whatever. And he'd be like, oh, okay, I got the rest. Like, I got the other 85 or whatever. Um, it's been a couple. I've been having those days, like, a couple times a week. And, yeah. So, with that being said, I'm going to journal more, try to get my thoughts out so I can process things better um, in the upcoming week. I have another highlight. Forgot on the editing right now. I did my own hair.
0: Woo! you ain't bun yeah. in ponytail
1: shorty no more. What you do? Yeah. I gave myself some jumbo rope twists, girl.
0: Damn.
1: So how you like them? I like them. And the good thing is I can only get better from here. So we about to I'm about to be doing my own hair again. You know, I used to be quickly shorty back in the day.
0: <laughs> yeah, you told me to do that shit and it did not come out right. I said I'm not listening to China's bullshit. Oh, see, I said I wasn't gonna curse. Hey, sorry, you can listen to my malarkey. <laughs> Next episode, <laughs> he was like, "Just do this, babe. It's, it's simple. All you got to do is blah I did all of that. It, I said, "Uh, uh, I need a hat immediately, immediately." No, it didn't come out right, but I've gotten better with the quick weaves as I've, you know, as I've. You did it some more times, right? So, practice doesn't necessarily make perfect, but it makes perfect for you. It so, makes progress. Yep. Practice
1: making perfect is a lie. Everything is progress because there's nothing in life that's perfect. So, don't be lied
0: to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't know, but I love that for you. Um, Especially now, you know, the, the braid is charging 450 150 to sit in the chair, and I'm not mad at it. I just know what's my tax bracket. So you know, sometimes you gotta DIY and YouTube and reels and everything else down to learn something. So I'm I love that for you. Thank you, ma'am. Yeah, let me see what I got. Um, so in the upcoming week to bloom, I'm gonna stop yelling at these damn kids. Oh,
1: um,
0: not the damn kids. Sorry. Kids. I'm gonna stop yelling at these beautiful brown children that I call my niece and my nephews. Um they are stressing me out so again. Which is why my eyes jumping. So in the upcoming <laughs> week, I'm not gonna yell. I'm I'm just I'm not gonna do it. I don't know how I'm gonna correct myself not to yell, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pinch myself for something. But in the upcoming week to bloom, I will not yell at these beautiful brown kids.
1: Hmm. Ooh, should I add to my list too? <laughs> <laughs> I'm working. In between the hours of 8 and 2.30 I don't gotta yell. Even though Moody be testing me. That little butt. Be test. She got a smart mouth. She be rolling her eyes. She be shrugging her shoulders while she rolling her eyes. Talking smart. She's like, mommy, I want Jello." I said, no, I don't Jell-O. Fine, I'll take cereal then. What? Not the fine. <laughs> You're too, bro. You're too. You need to pipe down two-year-old. <laughs> Somebody can her. Fine. She got to go. She got to okay, go. I'm about <laughs> go. to uh, send her behind
0: to California. Or next summer, you can send them to Houston for two weeks. Two weeks and they out.
1: I'm passing their butts around Houston. I got people out there. They're going to spend two weeks at your house, two weeks at their uncle house, two weeks at their cousin house we're gonna just pass around i'm gonna get six weeks out of it at minimum <laughs> all
0: right I'm, I'm down for it i really am too i'm not even just saying that uh hold me accountable next summer if y'all feel safe and safe and secure with sending the kids down here i would love to, to babysit and we're gonna have a ball okay we are gonna don't, have a ball
1: don't tempt us with a good time we will drive them down there all <laughs> now, we don't even care but no, for real, we were thinking about spending a couple weeks in Houston, anyways, because we want to go to Lagoon Fest and like get a big Airbnb and you know to have a whole big thing. So
0: stay tuned.
1: If everything goes like it's supposed, we'll we'll be doing that.
0: But yeah, let me know. Keep me in the loop, please. Of course. Okay. Huh? Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of black girls in bloom podcast. Where can they find us, babe? They can find
1: us at black girls in bloom pod on the gram. Don't forget to hit the like button. Don't forget to rate the podcast. Don't forget to follow the podcast. Don't forget to send the
0: podcast, you know, we love y'all. and We appreciate it. We uh, release episodes every Sunday at six, standard time so we will see y'all next sunday this sunday we'll see whatever we'll see y'all when we see y'all just listen on sundays okay
1: all right bye babes bye